People of the world, the time has come. It is episode 130 of episode of What the Fun Cast. Episode What the Fun Cast of What the Fun Cast. It's a very special night. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has just released. Oof. I'm one of your hosts, Paul. Joining me is Ahmed, and we are ready to talk. We just reacted um, somewhat live on Twitch.tv slash What the Fun Cast. If y'all were watching, if you were not watching, we're gonna break it down right here, right now. So. Uh, before we even jump into anything else, let's give some live reactions. So, we just watched it. Uh, if you want to not be spoiled, I don't know, give us like maybe five minutes and then uh, come back. Yeah, basically. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Oh, wow. Okay, I'll go first. That's fine. So, um, last chance, people. We're about to spoil the trailer, which is, I know, sounds ridiculous, but... Um, I think that you're right. So we started talking before we uh, before we jumped in here and started recording that Kevin Feige is tempering expectations. A lot of people are tempering expectations. Doc Ock was all but confirmed, and uh, you know by himself. Uh, what's his name? Alfred Molina. Malone. 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 I'm like Maloney. I'm like, wait, no, that's Dave Filoni. That's uh, that's Rita's boy. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It was uh, it was good. I mean, there's a lot of not spoiling, but there's a lot of Doc Ock content, a little bit of Green Goblin content, some Sandman and Electro, and uh, whatever. Is he just the lizard? I'm pretty sure it's just the lizard, but I'm not uh, now. Now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm like 99 percent sure it's just the lizard. I feel like that's not his name. I feel like it's like Lizard Man or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Spider Man. What are they called? The Sinister Six. Doctor Kurt Connors, literally just the lizard. Lizard, comma, the. Lizard, comma, the? He's um, the one from The Amazing Spider-Man. So Sandman okay, was from yeah. Spider-Man 3, like the original trilogy with Tobey Maguire. Lizard is from Amazing Spider-Man. Obviously, Green Goblin, Doc Ock from the original trilogy as well. So I, I think that um, I think it goes without saying at this point that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in this movie. I think it's interesting that they are holding it back from the trailers because this is presumably the last trailer we're going to get, I think, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, it's the last trailer we're going to get. See, it's there's all these rumors swirling about that, and I think that's what Kevin Feige is trying to temper expectations about. Like, I don't think that they're actually going to come back. I don't know. Really? At this point, I don't know. Like, I feel like all the leaks, leaks, quote-unquote, that we've seen have been, like, photoshopped or faked. And, like, literally people were like, oh, Toby and Andrew and, and, and Tom Holland are all in L.A., but they're all, like, in L.A. for their own separate reasons. So, like... It's not 100% confirmed, and I, I'm going to go in with the expectation that we're not gonna actually going to see them. It's just going to be the villains. Mm, interesting. That's, like, interesting. Interesting. I would rather be surprised if it does happen than let down by expecting that it will happen. I'll tell you what, though. The, the multiverse of villains is cool, but for me, it's not like a holy shit moment. I mean, like it's exciting, but seeing toby andrew and tom all together would be yes. like the avengers moment right yeah. so i think that it's a total missed opportunity if they're gonna if they're gonna go and get the actors from the older movies right and especially mm -hmm. for the villains at least i think that it's a missed opportunity to not get toby mcguire and andrew garfield i yeah. mean even if they you know even if they're not you know don't have a major spot yeah. in the movie like um, I, I guess it's it would be weird if they didn't come back but to that same point, to that same end, I feel like this trailer is framing that whole like all the villains coming back as like the major plot point of the movie, and I think I mean it probably is going to be the major plot point of the movie realistically. But I don't know these movie, this movie is probably going to be long as hell. It's probably going to be over two hours. Like they confirmed, so it's much. almost three hours. Oh yeah, so like there's so much that's going to happen that we I feel like this barely scratches the surface of what we're going to see in terms of what right. the actual story is. Like I feel like so this I, might I, be like a Pixar trailer kind of where like. Pixar trailers never tell you anything past like, what happens in the first 20 minutes, but they make it seem like, oh, that's like the big, that's going to be act three, like that's the big climax of the movie. And then there's like, that's just the first part. And then there's like a whole other movie that happens. So I don't know. I think right. that's what's happening here, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So I 100% I agree. And I do think that um, Spider-Man No Way Home has a runtime of two hours and 49 minutes. Holy shit. That's going to be now the second longest after, uh, uh right. Endgame. Called? Yeah, after Endgame. Also, hi, Kate. What's up? Um, Hello. Thanks for joining. Um, us, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I think that I think that it's gonna be. I could see it being an Endgame like moment where, like, in Act mm. Three, you have Toby and Andrew come around and they they do their thing and they help like send the villains back or defeat the villains, whatever that looks like, right? Um, either way, I'm super hyped for it. Even yeah. if Toby and Andrew aren't in the movie, 
uh, any Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, movie is fantastic. So yes, uh, I think it's uh, I think it'll be great either way. But also, um, is it confirmed that this is his last movie? Tom I Holland's? don't know. I saw something about like the after credit scene was leaked. I saw like I saw the craziest shit on Twitter this morning. It was like. It was like every people day, have every day I log into yeah. Twitter and it's trending. I'm like, please, I'm right. like, I'm not clicking on this. Right. But, it's yeah. it's like nonstop. And it's like, has the after credit scene been revealed? Um, the scene definitions from the trailer have been revealed. It's like what? Like nobody has nobody has gone that far with any of these trailers. Like even with yeah. Endgame. Like it what well uh, it, with Endgame it was pretty bad. It was it was like it was this. pretty bad. It but like it's gotten even worse now. And it's like, please, like why not just wait and watch the movie in its completion. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the the joy in finding out leaks and spoilers. But who right. am I? I mean, I'm I'm like I'm scrolling through at this point on Twitter, and it's like more apparent leaked photos from Spider Man No Way Home, um, and this is from November 9th, and it's like a picture of Tobey Maguire and a picture of Andrew Garfield. But like I think that these could have been probably taken from like deleted scenes from their respective exactly, movies. and like they could have been deleted scenes. They literally could have just been photoshopped in, like. They're because all they're all like so low quality, and people are like, "Oh, I think I see Ultron in the corner or whatever." And it's just like lens flares. It's like you're, I don't know. I, I feel saw like we've that. Driven to madness. I saw that. I saw that Ultron thing. That yeah. was. Uh, I'm like, that was wild. That's a lens flare. Like I don't know. I think maybe maybe he does because technically he comes back in what if, in the what if Marvel series. That's one of the episodes. So if the multiverse yeah, is happening and, I, and those are all alternate universes, then who the fuck knows? But mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. there's so much happening. But I, like, I personally refuse to look into any spoilers deeper. Like, I'm just... If I see something, if I gloss over it, whatever. Because at this point, I feel like half the stuff isn't even real. I... This is so insane. People... People have literally, like... Oh, my God. This is... You gotta see this. Hold on. So, I'm gonna put this in the... I gotta stop this. This thing keeps playing. So, look at this. People are insane. And and I actually believe this right so look at what i just posted in the stream chat all right so this is a a tweet from someone yeah it's a tweet from someone um watch that small clip watch down below at lizard he gets (gasps) oh so wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) wait a minute so and this was right in the trail i just posted another one here um of the of the of the actual scene, right? So you've got Electro up top, Sandman in the middle. So Tom Holland's going for Sandman. And you've got Lizard down below, and um, they're all lined up like they're fighting a different character. So anyway, who's to say this has not been the so, first time that wait, they've edited out stuff like that for in anyone trailers that's not, as well? Sorry, for anyone that's listening to the audio and not aware of what's happening, this GIF basically shows. Um, you know, Tom Holland's going for... One of for, the pieces of the trailer. Yeah, it's a clip from the trailer where Tom Holland's, like, leaping towards Electro and Sandman's in the background and Lizard is flying towards them. But Lizard gets, like, punched by an invisible force. When I... My initial reaction, before, like, reading the replies and people are like, oh, like, they edited it out. My initial reaction wasn't that it was edited out. It was more so that there's another character there that we yeah, may be so familiar me... with that has the power to go invisible. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, no. Because so... The, so, Miles Morales is, is what I'm thinking. But because the Moraleses do exist in this universe, and in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Donald Glover's character is Uncle Aaron. Right, right, right. So, could be. Could be possible. I don't know. Who knows? I'm, I'm rewatching. I'm rewatching this trailer to see that, that little segment where they capture it, just to make sure I'm not being... Hornswoggled. I mean, so the first reply, someone says, fake, watch the trailer again, it cuts before that. Yeah, it else, is fake. God damn it, it is but, fake. But, like, someone else said it's in the Brazilian cut of the trailer. So look up the Brazilian uh, version of the trailer. Oh, Jesus. No Way Home Brazil. <laughs> Please come to Brazil. Please come to Brazil. <laughs> Please come to Brazil. Oh, my God. Uh, the Brazilian cut. I I don't even know. Here we go. Feeding into it. Feeding into the nonsense. 19 hours ago, Spider-Man No Way Home leaked post-credit trailer. Get the hell out of here. No like, one wants wh- that. Where, Spider-Man where this No shit coming Way from? Home Brazil. Trailer. I really don't I don't see it. Uh, Brazil, Maybe it's not Brazil. available in our country. 
Oh, maybe. Anyways, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, whatever. I mean, that was pretty believable. But like, that's like a, vi- I don't know, who's editing this? This just came out 20 minutes ago. How are you editing it to make it like a whole CGI character in the trailer being punched, like their head turning? Like that's not, it's not a simple Photoshop. <laughs> like, like it's not like they just. I like, mean, moved it. It actually turns. So I have no like his whole body is like turning like he's actually getting punched. It's not okay. Edit. So let me let me look at something else. Hold on. This footage exists somewhere, be it Brazil or otherwise. Oh God, let me look. Hold or maybe on. I'm just I don't know. Maybe video editing has gotten too real these days, but I don't think. Hold on. Sony Pictures Brazil Twitter. Hold on. Here we go. Sony Pictures. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that footage has got to be real because if you look in the trailer, it's it's clearly cut off. Like even the background where Sandman punches, like all that stuff remains to fall. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Where's the Sony Pictures Brazil account? Why is it so hard to find? Please come to Brazil. I found Sony Pictures España, Belgium. How do you spell? Oh, there's Brazil with an S. That's why. Right, so, okay, so the, the people are talking about Infinity War where they photoshopped uh, or whatever, edited Hulk to be Hulk and not, not in the Hulkbuster costume. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, there are always fakes in these trailers. Like, fake outs and things. Okay, here, I found the clip from the Brazil Twitter. Uh, It's absolutely real, right here, from the verified thing. It's not edited. Here you go. Oh, my God. Well... That seals the deal, folks. Someone's getting punched in by an invisible entity, whether it's Toby, whether it's Andrew, who Andrew Garfield has vehemently said, like, he's like, I really wish I was in the movie, but I'm not. <laughs> like, he, every interview, they're like, how are you, are you excited for No Way Home? He's like, all these rumors swirling, I really wish I was in it, but I'm not. So maybe he's just, you know. Holy shit, I can't believe that's real. That is so Ugh. insane. Who knows? Who knows? Wow. Anyways. Remember when we were like, skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to hear spoilers. Here we are, 12 minutes into the episode. Still talking about this, but um, no. It goes without saying, we are very excited for this movie. I haven't been this excited for a movie since Endgame, and I'm hoping that it's not, you know, any bit of disappointment. I'm hoping that I thoroughly enjoy it. So we'll Someone see. is getting a stern talking to. Who is? I said someone's getting a stern talking to over over screwing that up. Screwing what up? That that clip. Oh, and showing oh, too much oh, of that oh, clip. oh! I was like, I, thought, I was so confused. Yeah, it's a different cut. It's only a minute long, the one that they posted to Brazil one. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure Disney makes their trailers in house. They don't use any other companies to make trailers, so they would have known. Just saying. And yet, bottoms up and the devil laughs. Something to think about. Is that coffee? Someone said invisible. Inv- uh, yeah, it is coffee. I'm drinking coffee like the 85 year old man that I am to stay awake because I, I was just making sure. I thought it was like hot chocolate or something. No. Um, wow, I am shook. Anyway, that conversation would have been a hell of a lot shorter had we not gotten into that. Yes. So, Ahmed, 13 minutes into the episode, <laughs> let's talk about what you've been doing. Because you didn't fill out your thing, so I will fill it out. I will fill it out right now. Perfect. Um, I have been basically binge watching what we do in the shadows that show is absolutely excellent it is like 20 or so minute episodes and there's only 10 episodes a season i'm like halfway through season three and i'm very sad that i'm about to finish it um i'm pretty sure it's not over yet but show is excellent it's so funny um highly highly recommended um and then besides that just been playing a lot of animal crossing new horizons obviously the new update and all that fun stuff i i'm super happy with happy home designer um i really enjoy it i think it's a great addition to the game and it's a great way for me happy to waste home time. paradise paradise designer whatever you, you call it no isn't happy home paradise the mobile game no uh that's uh no huh <laughs> no it's not it's uh what the hell's the no <laughs> are you good? like i can't what the hell is it called hold on it's on the tip of my tongue animal crossing mobile game pocket camp is what it is i didn't look it up pocket camp Oh no, not that one. I'm talking about. Oh, Happy Home Designer is the is, is the, the 3ds is game. The 3DS game. Happy Home okay. Paradise is the, is DLC. the DLC. Okay. Bottoms happy Home. Up. Happy Home Blank. I'm very happy with that. Um, and also just like all the new ad- quality of life updates in the base game, I'm enjoying thoroughly as well. 
and my farm is all beautiful, and I spent way too much time building it up. Um, anyways, <laughs> I've also been playing Returnal. I'm slowly but surely making progress. I have almost defeated this really annoying boss that like plays the organ like he's Mozart or something. I don't know. It's really strange. But game is uh, very, like, I don't know. Well, I don't know why it's so addicting, because it's so annoyingly difficult. Um, but I feel like I've gotten to a point now where I, I know what I'm doing. It's just a matter of, you know, sitting and getting through the sessions. Um, but then last night, me and you played Halo Infinite multiplayer, which just launched to surprise of no one because it was leaked all weekend. Um, but it was it was pretty fun. Um, we're terrible at it, but it <laughs> was pretty fun. Um, and then I got yeah, we played a, with Logan as well. You what? Yes, we played with Logan as well. And then uh, I also I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but I finally obtained a new graphics card. No thanks or all thanks to Paul. Um, no thanks wow all thanks all thanks all father thanks all, all fathers, fathers give him strength um the rtx 3080 it is in my computer it's spinning i got the lights working i got the fan curves corrected so it's beautiful and quiet and i can finally play finally play uh, flight simulator and cyberpunk and all these high graphic intensive games at 4k 60 fps and it is beautiful and i am very very satisfied so thank you appreciate it you're welcome. You're welcome. Santa has come early. Yes, truly. Christmas is over for me. That's it. Let's move on. <laughs> um, all right. What have you been doing? So I, uh, you, you inspired me with your GPU purchase, and I actually went out and bought a MacBook Pro last night. Mm. So I thank God for financing. Uh, there you go. There yeah, you go. So yeah. So I'm going to. Ahmed and I were talking about this, but I'm thinking about going back to school and and whatever. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to. So I'm like, let me get like a nice computer. Now I just have to sell my MacBook Air um, that I bought last or two three years ago. No, years ago? I think it was like a year ago or a year and a half. No, ago, it was two maybe. years ago. Really? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, it was. It was around this time in 2019, right before the pandemic. Huh. So, but anyway, yeah. So I got the 16 inch version. Um, yeah, the 16 inch for the base, like the baseline 16 inch version, and I just opened it today. It is really fast. It's really nice. Yes, uh, brings brings back harkens back to my memories of my laptop in college, <laughs> um, but which I had a MacBook Pro in college, and yes. it lasted me like forever. And I love that machine. So um, yeah, I'll have more impressions soon. But I just opened it up tonight, and it's really fast. And I started getting it set up and everything. Um, so I. We'll see. We'll see. I like it so far. So yeah. it'll be uh, it'll be good. And I'll be paying for it for the next few months. So <laughs> next many months. You got it from uh, um, Best Buy or Apple? So from Best Buy and the 10% off coupon worked on it. Ooh. So I was like. They, I feel like it's I not supposed this. to work on Apple products, but whatever. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to run with this one. Yeah. Um, and then with the Total Tech membership, I get Apple Care for free. Ooh. So I have Apple Care on the Mac now. Um, it's like on a monthly basis, as long as I have the Total Tech membership up to 24 months. So nice. That's kind of cool. It is good. Um, yeah. So, and then speaking of Apple, we watched Ted Lasso and binged through season one. And that show is really good. Yeah. Um, it's been on my list for a while. It's. It is very enjoyable. It's it's uh it was it's really good. I don't know. We enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I, I don't think I've heard Lauren laugh that hard at a TV show before. So <laughs> it was uh, it was really good. That's so see, season two's out. We got to start that. Um, now that is out on Apple TV Plus. Uh, besides that, Animal Crossing also hooked me back in, um, and Lauren, and we've been playing a lot. What I realized this morning is I'm like, wait a second. I didn't play Animal Crossing like today. Or yesterday. Yeah, I broke the streak. Or like maybe Sunday. Yeah, I broke the streak as well. So I got to go in and go to Harv's Island and do all the you know nonsense. But that game is just so much fun. Like once you get back into the swing of it, you're like, ah, yes, I remember where I was, which isn't hard. Yeah. It like it just grapples you back in and you're like, mm, I love wasting time in Animal Crossing. It's also like um, I think we both, like me, you, and Lauren specifically, like we left our islands in a really good state. Like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like gave up mid like um, – you know terraforming and all that fun stuff like never set up the things or whatever like we finished our islands and we finished everything and we we're like okay good night and we like had all the right. bells because we made all the money from turnips so like we were ready as soon as the update came up i'm like okay i'm in like i don't need there's no Literally. need to like worry about where i'm getting money from or i don't like i know where i went is my picked island. all my i picked all my weeds and i went to check my island status or my island rating it was still five stars i'm like perfect yeah, you're great like so. you just hit the ground running essentially so Right, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really, I don't know, it's been relaxing to be honest with you. Just like going around and um, just like either knocking, I knocked down part of my orchard, just a little piece of it, and like made my little garden with all the plants. And I still have to get a couple more, but it's um, 
it's really relaxing. And I and I played the majority of Animal Crossing on my Switch Lite at the time. Mm. So I've played it more on the TV now. And holy shit, that game looks so good on the TV. It does. Um, and it looks really good on the OLED screen too. Yeah. Um, it, it just, you know, it pops. Um, it does. The OLED screen looks, does look really nice. I saw it in person this past weekend at uh, Paul's and I was like, okay, I see. I see. It's time. It's time for you to buy one. No. Um, so, and <laughs> no, then, like Ahmed said, we played Halo Infinite last night. And you want to talk about like nostalgia? I don't know. It just really scratched the itch that I've had for Halo. Um, I still have a lot to learn with it, like these drop shields and some of this other new stuff. Um, I have to learn, but it still feels like Halo, just to the point that I need to get a little more familiar with it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited for uh, the battle pass and to play a little bit more. The battle pass is like ten bucks, so I think. Logan and I bought the Battle Pass. Ahmed, we're still working on convincing him. Uh, he's still convinced he's bad at the game, which is, is not far from wrong. Um, so it's true. Like, it's, I don't see myself playing it forever. Like, I don't think this is going to be my new Overwatch or anything, but like, I'll play it every once in a while. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. I don't know. I, I got a yeah. kick out of it, and I'll probably boot it up here and there and play a couple rounds, uh, especially like Team Slayer and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I like the 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 curve, not the difficulty curve. But the, like, getting past people that are really good and a lot better than you at these games is mm. tough, like I will say. Like, especially last night, we got literally steamrolled by the same team, like, three games in a row or two games in a row or whatever. I mean, the game and is still, tough. like... Yeah, I mean, the game's still brand new, so that matchmaking is definitely going to be, like, weird. Like, you're not going to get matched right. up against proper skill levels because it doesn't know what your skill level is yet. So, as time right. progresses, it, should be, it shouldn't be as uh, aggressive. Yeah, I hope so because it was yeah. it's rough right now. So yes, um, but uh, what else? I mean, that that's really it. I mean, I played a lot of Animal Crossing. Uh, I feel like I played something else on Switch. Metroid Dread? No, you beat that last time. No, I uh, beat that. I don't know. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think Animal Crossing took up most of my time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, it's uh. Oh, I played something. Oh, I played Forza. I tried out Forza on, oh, on yeah. Xbox. Yes. Um, and that was that was fun. I mean, I could see like picking that up and messing around with it, right? And uh, yeah. speaking of which, I got the 20th anniversary controller, and Ooh. Ahmed's going to say, oh, I got the Forza. Oh, yeah, you didn't get it yet. But Logan would say, oh, I, I got the Forza yes. controller. <laughs> and the PP yellow controller, it looks beautiful, which it does look really nice. It does. But the 20th anniversary is like, I always wanted the carbon black one that was see-through or whatever. It's like gray, or I forget what they called it. Um, but it's like gray. The Xbox button is... Um, white, like normal, but the X is green, like the old Xbox logo used to be. Mm. Um, it's just a really nice controller. Yeah. And uh, and there's like a green hue coming out from the D-pad. It's it's really nice. Um, I would highly suggest if you need to, if you're in the market for a new Xbox controller, get the 20th anniversary one. The Forza one's really nice too. Um, the deciding factor for me between the two was the grips, because the Forza one has the grips all around the, the handle, whereas the 20th anniversary one just has the grips in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like the yeah, and the and I and I get that, yeah. I get that. So I don't know. Teach their own. Um, I played a little bit of a little bit of um, my Oculus Quest. So mm. I don't think I've talked about it too much on here, but um, yeah, I got an Oculus Quest uh, for my birthday, and I played um, the Dar the Vader Immortal games, and this was some time oh, ago. Yeah. So I start I started the Vader Immortal Chapter Three, which is the last one, and then I played. Um, Oh my god, Population 1. Logan and I need to play it, but I just like booted it up just to try it. It's like Fortnite in VR. It is it is wild. Like you have to like reload and you have to like take the controllers and like actually like it sounds it sounds very off-putting because it's like I don't want to do all that work. <laughs> um but you like literally like flip the thing and like pull it back to reload and it introduces like another element of I don't know, realism. I guess real realism's one way to put it. Uh, <laughs> difficulty is another way to put it. But yeah. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of other games during the recent sale, um, and uh, so I got to try those out. But obviously, getting surgery in my ankle doesn't help. So yes, um, yeah. So how's Actually, it feeling? Oh, yeah, by since way? the is last it... episode, it, it's it's been in a lot of pain today. Like mm. I don't know. I haven't taken any pain meds like today and part of yesterday. Mm. So it's like, are you trying to like, like? Are you purposely kind of weaning yourself off of the pain meds? Yeah, I mean, they're not, like, addictive or anything, mm. at least not for me. Maybe I'm different, but I'm different. Uh, <laughs> but it hasn't been for me, but it's just been, like, a, oh, let me take them because it helps my pain. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of stopped taking them because I finished the antibiotic. I finished, uh, there's another, something else. I No, it's just the antibiotic, actually. So I finished the antibiotic, so I stopped I stopped taking the, uh, the pain medication. So I've just been taking, like, Advil or Aleve, but mm. it's been... 
It's been rough, but I'm back in a sock again, so That's good. Um, I'm not. Yeah, so I'm not in a boot anymore or a shoe, so it's nice. But like, we went to Costco, and I still like rode the little electric vehicle around because obviously, like, putting a lot of you know hard pressure on my foot is probably not the best thing. It's still recovering. It's literally been a week from tomorrow. Yeah, you're like only going to give tomorrow. yourself more scar tissue the more you like abuse it. Right. Right. So it feels good. It just it hurts in some places. And the stitches are still in. I don't get yeah. the stitches out till next Monday. So. so it doesn't does it hurt in the same places that it did before or different places now? Um it hurts in the same places, but I can tell it's just from like because you have to remember not to get if you're squeamish, like don't listen for ten seconds. But they literally went in and like got out all the scar tissue around my entire ankle from mm. the sides all the way through the back. So like the back hurts a lot right now. Yeah. But I'm sure that's also because my foot was so reliant on the scar tissue that that scar tissue is now gone. Yeah. So it's like you need to. You so it's kind of like just sore and kind of just rebuilding. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's it just feels beat up. Like my whole body feels beat up. Like my legs just feel really tired. Yeah. Um. Just because I've also been like walking around a lot and like cleaning the house and stuff and like you know like stupid stuff going yeah, to Best yeah. Buy <laughs> stupid stuff walking the dog. <laughs> yeah, walking the dog and then Cooper's still pulling. So we got to get that under control because he is yes. like he's getting so freaking strong it's ridiculous but yes. yeah so cooper of what the fun cast fame is upstairs <laughs> he was down here and he literally sat here next to me and he's like snarling at me and barking at me and i'm like sir what and he's like play with me and i'm like i'm recording <laughs> I'm like sorry I'm okay busy. i'm going upstairs he's like all right bye so then <laughs> he's laying in lauren's lap so um before i move into the hot news for today rita go get to terraforming okay hot news <laughs> i thought you were gonna have some crazy announcement yes rita it's time to terraform your island all right you want to take this first one? I'll take the next one because they're yeah. both very long. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, Disney Plus Day was, in fact, on November 12th, Friday, uh, for those uh, that don't have a calendar in front of them. Yeah, it was Friday. I'm sitting here like, wait a second. Was it Thursday? <laughs> no, um, Friday, yes. So, Disney Plus Day came and gone and went and uh, came with a whole bunch of announcements, some of which I didn't even realize. Uh, okay, so this is good. This one comes from D23.com, uh, written by Zach Johnson. Disney Plus Day is finally here. Here's all the major headlines from Disney Plus Day. Uh, so two years ago, Disney Plus exploded onto the scene, growing at an unprecedented rate and bringing high-quality, compelling films to series and series to audiences, said Kareem Daniel, chairman Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution. Uh, Disney Plus has become a cultural phenomenon. For Disney Plus Day, we're building on that excitement with a global celebration of our millions of subscribers in a way that only the Walt Disney Company can. Without further ado, here's a look at some of the new titles coming to Disney Plus. So, starting with the Disney... Uh, Studios. <laughs> my, my mind, no, my mind wanted to go to the cinematic universe, but kind of <laughs> the Disney cinematic universe um, comes cheaper by the dozen, starring Gabriel Union and Zach Braff. Gabriel um, and Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle. Sorry, my my mind was like, where's Steve Martin? Um, stars Gabriel Union, <laughs> Gabrielle, excuse me, Union and Zach Braff. Uh, announced that they're reimagining of the hit family comedy becoming a Disney Plus in March 2022. Now, this one, this next one's a, a big uh, favorite of many people here. Disenchanted. So, star Amy Adams returns as Giselle, who found her life flipped upside down when she fell out of her animated fantasy world and discovered herself stuck in real life Manhattan. Today, Adams and co star Patrick Dempsey shared that Disenchanted, the sequel to the hit film Enchanted from 2007, will stream exclusively on Disney Plus in fall 2022. I have never seen Enchanted. I know that might be it a crime. It just came out on it just came out on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure on Friday, and it's good. Lauren had it on the other day. Um, sure. It's it's a really it's an entertaining movie. It's one of those movies you can like sit and like for you. I know you like eat and you watch a TV show or whatever. Yeah. That's a good one to like sit and eat and just slowly watch it. It's very easy to digest. Okay. Sure. Why not? Um. All right, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Writer and producer Jeff Kinney revealed an all-new key art for the animated adventure, premiering on Disney Plus on December 3rd, 2021. Oh. I didn't realize that was coming out. <laughs> well, it was um, announced it, a long time ago, but yeah, I didn't realize it was coming so soon. I like it's it's gotten to the point where there's so many things that have been announced that I just I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep track. Honestly, yeah. Um, uh, in the film, Greg Heffley, voiced by Bra Brady Noon, is a scrawny but ambitious kid with an active imagination and big plans to be rich and famous. Me. He just has to survive. <laughs> he just has to survive middle school first. To make matters worse, Greg's lovable best friend Rowley, voiced by Ethan William Childress, Childress. I don't know. Child Childress. Childress. Um, seems to coast through life and succeed at everything without even trying. As details of his hilarious and often disastrous attempts to fit. To fit in, fill the pages of his journal, Greg learns to appreciate true friends and the satisfaction that comes from standing up for what's right. Uh, Roderick Rules. This is a second animated film from the Diary 
of a wimpy kid cinematic universe. Uh, <laughs> it'll be coming to Disney Plus. It'll premiere on Disney Plus in 2022. I knew I recognized that. Uh, so I didn't realize this. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, stars of the upcoming hybrid live-action CG animated feature based on everyone's favorite animated chipmunks, unveiled teaser art for the new movie streaming on Disney Plus in spring 2022. Who no the idea. hell was going to tell me about that? Sorry. <laughs> D23.com did. Uh, yeah, I mean, apparently they did. Um, I didn't even realize that was coming. Okay. Uh, the Beatles get back. Uh, a new clip was premiered from Peter Jackson's upcoming docuseries showing the legendary Beatles performing I've Got a Feeling. The three-night event will start streaming on Disney Plus on November 25th, 2021. Uh, the Beatles get back takes audiences back in time to the band's January 1969 recording sessions, which become a pivotal moment in music history. The docuseries showcases the Beatles' creative process as they attempt to write 14 new songs in preparation for their first live concert in over two years. Faced with a nearly impossible deadline, the strong... I feel like the guy from D23... Uh, the guy that was like very monotone and like talked with minimal inflection and like would read off the synopses of all these movies on stage. Do you remember him? Oh, you you're saying you feel like him. Right That's now? what I feel like right now. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to read the whole uh, description if you want. No, to. I feel like this is good. I, I'm kind of getting something out of this, and maybe the uh, the listeners are getting something I mean, yeah. out of this as they're I'm learning as they're driving to work or showering. Yes, uh, the strong bonds of friendship shared by John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr are put to the test. The docuseries is compiled from nearly 60 hours of unseen footage shot over 21 days, directed by Michael Lindsay Hogg in 1969, and from more than 150 hours of unheard audio, most of which has been locked in a vault for over 50 years. Jackson is the only person to have been given access to this Beatles treasure trove, all of which has now been brilliantly restored. Okay, hold on one second. I know someone who's about to be really hyped about this. My nephew. <laughs> Omar, oh, really if you're watching, big... he's a... Omar's a big uh, Beatles fan? Extremely big Beatles fan. Nerd! <laughs> Just kidding. I like the Beatles, too. Probably not as much as you, but uh, go, Omar. It's your birthday. Uh, okay. Better Nate than ever. Based on the book by Tim Federelli? Feder Federal? Federally? Fe Federally? I don't know. I don't know. I can't read last names tonight. Uh, the film will premiere on Disney Plus in spring 2022. The comedy adventure stars Aria Brooks, Joshua Bassett of High School Musical, the Musical, the series fame, Michelle Federer, and introduces Ruby Wood as Nate with Norbert. Norbert's always such a weird name to me. Norbert <laughs> Leo Butts. Anyways, <laughs> that man lost the name lottery. I'm sorry. Uh, and Lisa Kudrow. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with that book, but um, cool. yeah, I don't know. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, sorry, Nor. Every time I hear Norbra, I think of um, what is his name? The comedian. God, what am I thinking of? Oh my God, Norbert. The movie. Oh, 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 Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. That's what it was. I'm like, what is his <laughs> name? Eddie Murphy. All right. Yes. Uh, sorry, go on. All right, all you cool cats and kittens. Tiger King season two comes out this Friday. Uh, Hocus Pocus, uh, Hocus Pocus two. We've known about this for a while. Disney legend Bette Miller, Midler. Wow, I had this in my head all down, and then my mouth said. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Bette you got Midler. the Ahmed disease. Yeah, I do. Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi. Did I get yes. that right? I think so. Okay, perfect. We'll run amok again as the Sanderson sisters in the sequel to Disney's Halloween cult classic, Hocus Pocus, premiering exclusively on Disney Plus in fall 2022. Uh, Pinocchio, inspired by Disney's animated classic, this retelling directed by Robert Zemeckis, combines live action and visual effects. Pinocchio stars Tom Hanks, I forgot about that, Cynthia Erivo, Luke Evans, and features the voices of Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Keegan-Michael Kay, and Lorraine Bracco. Uh, Pinocchio will premiere on Disney Plus in fall 2022. Uh, okay, the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Remember that character? I forgot. Buck about Wild. Him. No, I didn't. I yeah, he's like remember. this. He's like this Australian. I think he's Australian. Uh, he's like a I don't know adventurer dude. Kind of reminds me of like Steve Irwin type. Sure. Uh, Simon Pegg is back as Buck in an all new movie premiering January twenty eighth, twenty twenty two on Disney Plus. The teaser trailer features Buck, Crash, and Eddie and a few new friends as they go on a prehistoric mission to save the lost world from dinosaur domination. Mm, okay. Uh, Sneakerella. This is a it's gigantic. Like, okay, we're gonna skip this. It's like fake Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> Sneakerella is gonna premiere on Disney Plus on February eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. Um, okay, the Proud Family, louder and prouder. Get ready. It's starting to stream on Disney Plus in February twenty twenty-two. Um, I didn't realize how many things there were. Okay, let me yeah, speak. There's, there's a lot. Uh, I'm not even through the Disney Cinematic Universe. Okay. <laughs> Okay, there is an official trailer for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. And let me tell you, it scratches every damn itch from the original series. So uh, definitely go check that out if you've watched uh, The Proud Family. Growing and it has the re returning, uh, returning voice cast, for the most part. Yes, yes, for the most part, yep. 
Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, Love is an Open Door outside of East... Wait. Oh. What? Uh, Love is an Open Door... Are they doing Frozen? Love is an Open Door outside the halls of East High. Season 3 of the show will follow its characters to Sleepaway Camp for a summer of campfires, romances, and curfew-free nights. Anyways, that sounds horrible compared to what that show is uh moving on uh they're like teeny boppers but make it not paul proof or not 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 able for paul to enjoy the show anyways i love high school musical Musical what's wrong with sleepaway camp damn i don't know why they're they're in like high school why you go to sleepaway camp sleepaway camp's like for like middle schoolers honestly yeah a little bit I yeah, know. I know. They needed new ideas. Like, everyone's getting bored of lockers. Let's put them in camp. <laughs> put trees uh, Guys, people on Twitter are saying, enough with the lockers. Enough with the lockers. We got to change course. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. The Spiderwick Chronicles. Disney Plus announced a new live action series. Spiderwick Chronicles. When's it coming out? Uh, we don't know. Okay. Uh, Baymax is coming out. This trailer is really good. I'm really excited for this one. This comes out exclusively on Disney Plus in summer 2022. Uh, this follows Baymax. Uh, through a number of things. It's a uh, series ooh. or a movie? Series. It's a TV series, series yeah. Yes. Uh, a first ever animated series. Uh, Zootopia Plus. I totally forgot about this one. Go back to the fast-paced mammal metropolis of Zootopia with new art from Disney, uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios. Zootopia Plus, a short-form series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Short-form is sad because that yeah. means that it's going to be six episodes, as you see here, and they're going to be like five-minute episodes. So, oh, I thought short form just meant like the episodes are going to be short, not as in the whole series is going to be short, but yeah. Well, no, both. Sense. Like Olaf Presents. Oh, that's something else that I watched. Uh, Olaf Presents is gonna, it was like a, it's th- five, three minute episodes, I think. Oh, so, so it's like I a, imagine it'll be something like that. He asks a question or whatever. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, okay. Tiana. Uh, Tiana's coming out. So uh, this is coming out in 2023. They announced this some time ago. This is a long-form musical series, Ooh. so pretty exciting. Uh, Tiana sets off on a grand new adventure as the newly crowned Princess of Maldonia, but a call into her New Orleans past isn't far behind. And it's All using right. like the actual 2D animation style. That's really exciting. Yeah, I feel like they haven't Walt Disney Studios hasn't done anything like this in a really long time. Yes, I hope they go back to that because that's my favorite. So. Yes. Um, all right, Disney Intertwined. The first Disney Plus original series produced in Latin America, Disney Intertwined, is now available on the streaming service. Oh. In the series, Allegra is ready to change the past in order to reach her dreams. Okay, go off. <laughs> go off, Allegra. Is it Allegra okay. the, the allergy medication? Uh, yes, it is. Okay, okay I'm going to sure. speed it up here as best I can. Actually, there's not much here for... Well, there's a shitload for Marvel. Anyway, okay. <gasps> okay, <laughs> Pixar. Um, Cars on the Road was announced. Larry the Cable Guy announced this is coming out in 2022. It'll follow around Lightning McQueen and Larry the Cable Guy um, in a cross-country road trip. Win or Lose is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. It'll follow um, different characters on a... It's the first... Well, first of all, it's Pixar's first ever original long-form animated series. It's going to follow a middle school co-ed softball team as they prepare for their championship game and each 20 minute episode will take on the perspective of different people on the team Wait, at that same moment in time. Sorry, before this for Cars on the Road, you specifically said Lightning Queen and Larry the Cable Guy. As if Larry the Cable Guy oh. is one of the cars. Listen, Mater, you're telling me to hurry up. I am going as fast as I can. Mater and Owen Wilson. My throat <laughs> is dry. Alright, Marvel. <laughs> Hawkeye is coming out uh, November 24th on Disney+. Plus. That is next week. Yes. Uh, so we won't waste too much time there. Moon Knight. We got a little teaser of Moon Knight coming out in 2022. We knew about that. She-Hulk 2022 uh, coming out as well. Miss Marvel. We got a little clip of that as well. Actually, we got a clip of all three of these shows yes. um, in the little Marvel special on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Miss Marvel is coming out summer 2022. Shout out to not only Kamala Khan, but also Jersey City. Um, <laughs> Truly. And Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Marvel Studios announced new projects and unveiled logos for his future series, including Echo, uh, starring Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez, uh, who will be introduced in Hawkeye. Okay, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that either, but now we're learning. (laughs) Uh, Ironheart, a series starring uh, Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Uh, Agatha, House of Harkness, a series starring Catherine Hahn as her character from WandaVision. Jack Schaefer returns as executive producer and head writer. Man, anyway, just reading this gets me all hyped. Secret yep. Invasion, a series starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as the Skrull Talos. Talos, excuse me. Characters who first met in Captain Marvel. The crossover comic event series showcases a faction of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Ooh. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is a special written and directed by Guardians of the Galaxy veteran James Gunn. I believe that comes out next year. Yes, not um, this year. X-Men 97, an animated series that explores new stories of the in the icon- iconic 90s timeline of the original series. Bo DeMeo is executive producer and head writer. That looks really what exciting. If season- 
Sorry. Yes, I saw a lot of people were super hyped about that. Yes. Um, what if season two, the second season of the fan uh, fan favorite anime series is coming? Uh, so that's good stuff. Spider-Man Freshman Year is an animated series that follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU with a journey unlike what uh, we've ever seen and a style that celebrates the character's early comic book roots. I hope that this is in the style somewhat of Into the Spider-Verse, but let's see. It probably won't. They showed like a brief, like, not a brief oh, snippet, did they? but like a very, like it was like a screenshot essentially of what the character uh, looks like. It's going to be like a, like one of the, like the, remember the WB shows, like Static Shock and whatnot? Like, it'll be kind of like Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Executive producer Jeff Trammell has, serves as the head writer. Uh, I Am Groot, a series of original shorts exploring Baby Groot's glory days growing up and getting into trouble among the stars. Uh, I Am Groot is directed in, and, uh, wow, I Am Groot is directed by executive producer Kirsten Lepore. Marvel Zombies. I'm surprised they're doing this, but I guess also not surprised. Yeah. Uh, an animated series from Marvel Studios that reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against an ever-spreading zombie scourge. Marvel Zombies directed by executive producer Brian Andrews. I, I feel, feel like, like that's, that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, I, thought, I feel like it's gonna, that's going to flop, but we'll Maybe. see. Who knows? All right, on to Lucasfilm. Uh, okay, and we're coming down the home stretch here. Yes. Down from Lucasfilm, Willow. Uh, is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Uh, so this is a... Is this a reboot? I have no idea what this is. Willow's an older movie. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So uh, we all know Eo McGregor and director Deborah Cho uh, shared an exclusive look at the series behind-the-scenes footage and concept art. Uh, so this will premiere on Disney Plus in 2022. This is quite a dark time that we're coming into with him, Cho said of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just being a Jedi, it's not safe. He's basically going to be... Um, under run away from everything the whole series but yeah right go literally on. uh eo mcgregor running the series <laughs> under the helmet the legacy of boba fett celebrate the origins of legacy of star wars legendary bounty hunter boba fett in a special look at under the helmet the legacy of boba fett now streaming on disney plus rita have you watched it yet i'd be shocked if you haven't like and subscribe <laughs> uh national geographic welcome to earth is coming up disney Pl- to disney plus in december 8th 2021 america the beautiful comes out in 2022 limitless with chris hemsworth is coming out in 2022 a six-part disney plus original series from national geographic and then of course rounding it out we have some exclusive stuff coming to star which is international uh markets only so it is uh, going to be on hulu in the u.s and star plus in latin america in 2022 we have rosaline which is a comedic twist on romeo and juliet in 2022 it's a movie the princess uh which is a uh joey king stars as a young royal who's more comfortable with a sword than a tiara must save her kingdom from ruthless mercenaries sounds like mulan coming in 2022 in the summer uh prey an all-new entry in the predator franchise prey will premiere in summer 2022 Set in the world of the Comanche Nation, 300 years ago, the action thriller follows Naru, the skilled warrior who fears to protect her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator, coming in summer 2022. And No Exit, this harrowing suspense thriller follows Dorby Thorne, Dorby? a young woman who's... Darby? Darby. My eyes are crossing. I've read so much. It's the most I've read in years. A young woman who is stranded by a blizzard and forced to find shelter at a highway rest area with a group of teenagers. No exit will premiere in 2022. A group of strangers, not teenagers? Paul Kate really can't strangers. read. It's okay. You I, made it through. You made it through. I literally just read every word. Okay. You I'm were done. about to read every single paragraph. I was like, Paul, you gotta. I mean, it's texting <laughs> me. He's sending out bat signals. <laughs> Um, and of course, what we didn't mention is there's a lot of content that came to Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. Shang Chi is now available for free on Disney Plus. Jungle Cruise is available for free on Disney Plus. Olaf presents. Uh, what else is there? All the IMAX upgrades for all of the movies. Yes. Uh, well, not all of them. A bunch of the MC movies got like IMAX upgrades, which means the black bars on the top and bottom of your screen will no longer be there, so you get a little bit more picture and it looks a lot nicer. Yes. Um, yes. 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 But yeah, I think that about covers everything. All right, let's. <laughs> Let's go. Now we can uh, we right. can touch on how shitty of a company Activision Blizzard is, yes. and uh, and then we'll go into yeah. some lighter news after that. So this is right in the middle now. So we're we're right, sandwiching the bad news ahead. in the middle of the good news, but it's my turn to read for like an hour. So here we go. <clears throat> Hot news gaming. <laughs> I was going to take a nap. Um, Activision Blizzard 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 drama just keeps getting Blizzard. worse somehow. <laughs> Starting off great. Um, this actually happened today. Uh, the Wall Street Journal this morning released a really pretty much explosive piece about Bobby, Bobby Kotick, the Activision Bobby? CEO. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. All right, I is, hate you. Is, I knew it was coming. This is very serious. So hold on. Let me get yes, the giveaway out. Go. All right. Activision CEO about how he basically knew about all the sexual misconduct happening for years and did nothing. Um, so this article is extremely long and behind a paywall, but I was able to like sign up for a free account, whatever, and I got the highlights. Um, so I'll read them to you here. 
this one all comes from uh, let me see get the names of these uh, reporters that did this work um, Kristen, and Kirsten why, Grind, Ben Fritz, and Sarah E. Needleman at Wall Street Journal. Yeah, saying? while you're while you're going through this, right? So we've covered a little bit about this in the past. Uh, there was extreme sexual harassment going on at Activision Blizzard for years, and there's a long history of of that apparently, and it's yes. been like under wraps, and people started to come forward. Uh, people got thrown out. People were fired. Uh, there was this whole bullshit action plan that was talked about, and then, as it turns out, the current Activision CEO in fact, knew about this the whole time. So anyway, yeah. Ahmed, take, take it away. Yes. So uh, I'm just going to quote from the article here, like different bits and pieces. So Activision has been thrown into turmoil in recent months by multiple regulatory investigations into alleged sexual assaults and mistreatment of female employees dating back years. Mr. Kotick uh, has told directors and other executives he wasn't aware of many of the allegations of misconduct, uh, and he has downplayed others. Um, or played down others, according to people familiar with the matter and internal documents. Those documents, which include memos, emails, regulatory requests, and interviews with former former employees and others familiar with the company, however, cast Mr. Kotick's response in a different light. They showed that he knew about the allegations of uh, employee misconduct in many parts of the company. He didn't inform the board of directors about everything he knew. Uh, the interviews and documents show, uh, even after regulators began investigating the incidents in 2018. Some departing employees who were accused of misconduct were praised on the way out while their co-workers were asked to remain silent about the matters. Um, the board of directors was blindsided by California's lawsuit allegations, this lawsuit that happened over the summer. Um, over the summer, it feels like it's been just a few months ago, but I guess that is over the summer now. Including yeah. that an Activision employee killed herself after a photo of her vagina allegedly was circulated at a company party, according to people familiar with the board. Uh, directors have questioned Mr. Kotick about what he knew and why they uh, hadn't better hadn't been better informed. People said um, he has told them any cultural issues were centered at the company's Blizzard Entertainment Unit, which he said had been resolved years earlier. Since the California lawsuit, Activision has received more than 500 reports of current and former employees alleging harassment, sexual assault, bu bullying, pay disparities, and other issues. So this is just within the past few months that they've received 500 reports. Um, in August. Activision named the longtime employee Jennifer O'Neill, so this is kind of in the fallout of the original lawsuit, named the longtime employee Jennifer O'Neill to be Blizzard's co-head, making her the first woman to lead one of the company's business units. The following month, she sent an email to a member of uh, Activision's legal team in which she professed a lack of faith in Activision's leadership to turn the culture around, saying it was clear that the company would never prioritize our people the right way. Ms. O'Neill said in an email that she had been sexually harassed earlier in her career at Activision, and that she was paid less than her male counterpart at the helm of Blizzard. Uh, and want to discuss her resignation. I have been tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against, wrote Miss O'Neill, who was Asian American and gay. She described the a party for an Activision development studio she attended with Mr. Kotick around 2007, in which scantily clad women danced on stripper poles. At that party, a DJ encouraged uh, female attendees to drink more so the men would have a better time, according to a person who was present. Um, Dan Bunting, co-head of Activision's Treyarch studio, was accused by a female employee of sexual harassing her in 2017 after a night in drinking, uh, according to people familiar with the incident. Activision's Human Resources Department and other supervisors launched an internal investigation in 2019 and recommended that he be fired, but Mr. Kotick himself intervened to keep him, these people said. Mr. Bunting, who led, uh, who led Treyarch through a production of several successful Call of Duty games, was given counseling and allowed to remain at the company, these people said. After considering potential, uh, sorry, quote, after considering potential actions in light of that investigation, the company uh, elected not to terminate Mr. Bunting, but instead to impose other uh, disciplinary measures, uh, Activision spokeswoman said. Mr. Bunting left the company after the Wall Street Journal asked about the incident. Uh, over the years, Mr. Kotick himself has been accused by several women of mistreatment, both inside and outside the workplace, and in some instances, he has worked to settle the complaints quickly and quietly, uh, according to people familiar with the incidents and documents reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. In 2006, so these are some examples. In 2006, one of his assistants complained that he harassed her, including uh, by threatening in a voicemail to have her killed, according to people familiar with the matter. Uh, in 2007, he was sued by a flight attendant on a private jet he owned. The flight attendant claimed the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her, and after she complained about, uh, about it to the other owner, Mr. Kotick fired her. Uh, the defendants denied the allegations, and in a separate action related to legal fees in the case, um, Sorry, in a separate action related to legal fees in the case, an arbitrator, citing what he had, uh, what he said was sworn testimony, wrote that Mr. Kotick told the flight attendant and her attorneys, "I am going to destroy you." So, you know, if you've tuned out for the past few minutes of all this nonsense, uh, Bobby Kotick uh, allegedly is a piece of shit, and I wouldn't be surprised if all these allegations are true. Um, 
Now, the aftermath of this article, this article comes out, it's pretty explosive. Uh, Activision employees staged out a, or staged a walkout literally today. Um, and as of a few hours ago, there were apparently more than 100 people at the walkout uh, at Blizzard's campus in Irvine, um, which is an impressive number considering that it was called just a few hours beforehand and most employees are working from home. Um, that comes from a tweet from Jason Schreier. Um, also from Jason Schreier uh, is a response from the board. Um, so this one comes directly from the board. Their statement says, let me see, hold on. Um, the Activision Blizzard board remains committed to the goal of making Activision Blizzard the most welcoming and inclusive company in the industry. Under Bobby Kotick's leadership, the company is already implementing industry-leading changes, including a zero-tolerance harassment policy, a dedication to achieving signif uh, significant increases to the percentages of women and non-binary people in our workforce, and a significant and internal external sorry, and a significant internal and external investments uh, to accelerate opportunities for diverse talent. The board remains confident that Bobby Kotick appropriately addressed workplace issues brought to his attention. Um, I just find it funny that industry-leading changes is zero-tolerance harassment. Like, what was the standard before? A little bit tolerance of harassment? Well, right. Like, what and, does and that so, mean? One of the things that bothers me, and, and this might be like, I don't know, I don't know, like increasing increasing the number of my of like what they identify as like a minority group that they hire, I mean, like, why is that like a concession? Yeah, it's like, like oh, 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 you're, oh. Well, we'll hire more folks that identify with the LGBTQ community. Like what? Like that's just, not helping. Like no, it's not helping. <laughs> get not... the assholes out and get new leadership in because yes. obviously there's a there's a history of of shitty people and shitty behavior. Yeah, and it's it's just insane to me that like these like it's not even like all the allegations are from back in like you know before the 2010s like. A significant amount of them are, but there's allegations that are still up to, like, last year or this year. Right. Like, there are 500 allegations that happened between the lawsuit happening and now alone. Like, this has, perv like, been so pervasive, like, I don't know, just the culture has been so pervasive throughout the company for over a decade, well over a decade now. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was more allegations going before, like, 20 2007, like, all the way back to when Kotick first, uh, you know, invested in Activision and became leader back in, like, the 90s. Um, it's yeah. just, it's wild, wild to me. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't have much, I don't have any comment besides what the fuck. No, I think, and, like, and the fact that the board of directors is standing behind him that's is really sad that that's corruption from the top down right there. Right. Like yeah. that's like, it's funny more worried about what the effect would be if they ousted their CEO and what that would, what impact that would have on the bottom dollar, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to what is morally right to do, and and that's the kind of stuff that pisses me off. So yes, I, you know, it's like I, I feel all the like Bobby Kotick himself was like, oh, I'm gonna reduce my pay to a meager sixty two thousand a year or whatever, like my total uh, benefits package down to sixty two thousand a year. It doesn't matter. Like, he's gotten away with murder for how many years now? Like he's he is literally one of the highest paid gaming CEOs. He makes like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like he, that's such a he can take no money forever and like for the rest of his life and, and be, still fine. be fine. Like that's right. such a it's all just you know showboating and being like oh yeah we're hiring more people that are that are women and non-binary. It's like okay I don't know I I think that that's just such bullshit. Like it's like hey. I, I don't know. It's, I, yeah, it's all for just the positive PR and no actual meaningful, impactful change. Right, and then they think that they'll turn it around, and in like in a couple of years they'll be like, oh, like here's our statistics, like yeah, you know, X number of people that work at our company are women or non-binary or whatever that looks like, you know, whatever their statistics are. Right, yes. I just yeah, it's frustrating. It's, like, don't be an asshole. That should be your. That should be you know. That should yeah. be part of the foundation of the company. Yep. I, I don't know. It's it's really like seeing all this unfold and seeing the bombshell article this morning of like, hey, Bobby Kotick has known about it all along. Am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Not at all. Um, because for that to be going on for him not to know, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, sweep it under the rug you best, as best you can and move on. Yeah. Um, and it's not like one I, single little incident. It's like just hundreds of thousands of incidents over years. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. it's unbelievable and just awful i don't know i i have nothing nice to say so <laughs> i'm not yeah. gonna say anything yep i uh, uh i don't know it's uh i i i'm glad that they staged the walkout because i think that like if you know the activision blizzard employees have really been 
on top of all of this and and making moves and not just dealing with it, right? Because I think they've dealt with it for so many years. Yeah. Um, and like I think they staged a walkout even when some of the other articles were coming out. Yeah, when the initial and lawsuit happened, there was definitely protests and whatnot, but. I feel like nothing. The fact really that came the of it. the fact that the board sided with him pisses me off so much. It really does because like the article kind of frames it in where it's like coating against the board, like lying to the board about all these allegations. But like in reality, it doesn't make them necessarily the good guys. It's not like if they he had told them about the allegations that like he would have been ousted then. Right. If anything, it would have been ousted because it would have been a PR nightmare if any of it got out. Right. And now they're you know dealing with it. And they're I don't know. It's just it's so nonsense so no one's actually like doing anything to help the people that were actually you know harassed and assaulted vote with your money right and don't support blizzard or activision honestly yeah and that's not what people want to hear so i gotta play call of duty i gotta play diablo or whatever right like overwatch we're we're the biggest not the biggest overwatch (laughs) players we are we're fairly you know we we play overwatch often and yeah uh, I'll be honest, like not not only has Overwatch gotten a little distasteful in general, but like with all this stuff going on, it's like I'm even more discouraged now than I ever was before. Like I traded in Diablo three on Switch because uh, I bought it digitally forever ago, and I and I actually had a, a physical copy. Mm. Um, I can't remember why I got one before the other, or whatever. Um, and I went trading at GameStop, and the employee was like, "Oh, Diablo three, like, you're getting a lot for Diablo three. Um, did you enjoy it or whatever?" And I was like, "Well, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't really get a chance to play it, but like I have it digitally or whatever, but." I also have not really much of an interest to play it right now. And he's like, yeah, well, because, you know, F Blizzard. And I was like, yeah, yeah I mean. Correct. And I think that from my conversations with him, I think that he identified as someone, or he, he, he does identify, he's told me he identifies as um, someone in the LGBTQ community, right? And, mm-hmm. like, you know, that that impacts people in different ways, right? Like, yep. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's sad. Whole, it's disgusting. It's insane. I remember seeing when I lived in Anaheim seeing the gates to blizzard the the actual company building and i was like holy shit that's the blizzard that's like the blizzard that pumped out diablo and overwatch and all these games right yeah and now to think what was happening behind those walls like it's just horrible yeah just absolutely awful so i don't know i don't know what to how to how to wrap that up with a neat bow vote with just, vote with your wallet and yeah. think about some of these company you know same thing everybody bitches and complains about crunch and it's like oh i'm not buying this game because of crunch well this is even worse so yeah and realistically yeah money is the only thing that'll hurt a company like this because that's all they care about clearly right they're like oh right. we're not gonna fire that man that harassed or you know assaulted this woman because he directed three really successful call of duty games so whatever right especially especially activision yes so all right now moving on to much lighter news for the rest of the episode i promise well uh, there's one thing but i don't think anyone cares so no much lighter news for the rest of the episode um the game awards 2021 nominations were announced do you want to take us through them? take us through some of the yeah big I'll, categories? I'll take us through i'll take us through the biggest category and then we can move on to the next one because we i took too long before so um <laughs> y'all can go look at all the game awards categories and my throat is like so dry i'm like constantly drinking it's still dry uh the game awards uh categories are up so for um Whoops, my article refreshed. Okay, so nominees for Game of the Year. Uh, Deathloop by Arcane Studios and Bethesda. It Takes Two, which we played on stream and beat on stream, uh, by Hazelight Studios and EA. Metro Dread, which we both played and met on stream and I beat off stream. Uh, Mercury Steam and Nintendo. Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine Xbox Game Studios. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac Games and SIE. Uh, Ahmed played a lot of that on stream as well. Yes. And Resident Evil Village by Capcom. Which neither of us have played much of. I haven't um, played any so, of that. Yeah, <laughs> I've played, played seven. Yeah. So um, shockingly, I think for the first time ever, I beat it takes it takes two Metro Dread and Ratchet and Clank. That's three games out of five, six. That's big. That I've beaten. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I can say I've played, um, played four of them, beaten two of them. I'm still proud of myself. Yeah. Eventually, I'll play Deathloop. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's uh, there's a bunch of other categories here. I'll let you go or let the listeners go through and look at some of these here. Uh, but lots of good categories, lots of good games in here. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk uh, Cyber, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 got nominated for some of these categories, which I think is interesting. Like best role playing game, it got nominated uh, for best is, best soundtrack as well, which I think that one is fair. But yeah, best role playing game, I don't know, I don't know about all that. Yeah, uh, y'all are crazy. 
Um, yes. But yeah, so and what I didn't realize is uh, is that um, the best performance category is now gender neutral. So yes. I think what was it like best performance by a male and best performance by a female before? Yeah, which is like such a weird thing to separate out. Like it's just voices. I don't know. But so now it's all it's just a one single category for best performance. Which very is nice. cool. Yeah. Very very cool. Uh, uh, oh, best mobile game presented by Verizon. Look at that. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, there's some good stuff in here. So take a look at that. Yes. Um, and then in, I don't know, kind of whatever news, I don't think anyone that listens to the show has, uh, has been interested in the Steam Deck, but Steam Deck is delayed by two months due to chip shortages, um, so they will now start shipping in February 2022, and because they have kind of a queue reservation system, everyone's place in the queue will just get pushed back two months, um, so nothing too crazy there. Um, and then from Thunderful Games, this one comes from their Twitter, Steam World Headhunter was announced, um, which is kind of a complete what's the word departure from the previous steam world games which are 2d correct me if i'm wrong right they're usually 2d uh yeah steam world yeah. dig yeah are 2d yes so uh headhunter is a stylized and colorful third person co-op action adventure that directly follows the earth shattering events of steam world dig 2 um so no announcement or like release date window was given for this they just dropped a little teaser trailer in their twitter um but this looks good maybe i'll eventually get into this universe who knows Oh, they're so good. I love the SteamWorld Dig games. I actually beat SteamWorld. I initially played SteamWorld Dig 1 on 3DS. Hmm. Lost my save game progress for some reason. I forget what happened. It, like, glitched or something. And um, then beat SteamWorld Dig 2 on Switch. Bought SteamWorld Dig 1 on Switch and beat it on Switch. And they're just, they're really fun games. One day. But they're, I remember looking into how long they are and they're, like, 30 to 40 hours. I'm like, never mind. I don't want to do all that. It's, like, mindless, though. It's not, like, it's not that serious. Or is it I don't that? Know, or maybe I was 30 thinking, hours in. Maybe I was thinking of Hollow Knight. You're thinking like, 30, 40 hours. Or, yeah. Or I think Spelunky might be long, too. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look, I'll look into it again. Add until list. Thank you. Thank you for your for your efforts in, uh, in playing these games. You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> All right, um, and then the Xbox 20th anniversary happened on yesterday, Monday. <laughs> on yesterday. <laughs> it did. Um, so obviously the Halo Infinite multiplayer dropped as a quote-unquote surprise. Everyone kind of knew about it the entire weekend, um, but we did play that, and then we got a few updates. So backwards compatibility uh, has been finally updated after two years. So this one comes from The Verge. Um, Microsoft has er, put its Xbox backward compatibility program on hold two years ago, but it's returning today for a final update to the catalog. Um, to celebrate 20 years of Xbox, uh, Microsoft is now adding 76 new games to the backward compatibility library, um, including Max Payne series, uh, Skate 2, Dead or Alive Ultimate, Star Wars Jedi Knight uh, 2, etc., etc. So I'll let you guys look at that list because it's 76 games and I'm not reading all that. <laughs> um, in addition to that, uh, every original Xbox or Xbox 360 game added today will, uh, or yesterday will support auto HDR on the Xbox Series X and S consoles, and the original Xbox games will include a resolution increase too. Um, Xbox One X and Series X owners will see a 4X resolution increase on original Xbox games, uh, and a 3X resolution bump on Xbox Series S, and a 2X resolution bump on Xbox One S um, and Xbox One original. FBS Boost is also uh, enabled on 11 of those titles added today, which doubles the original frame rate up to 60 FPS. Um, FPS Boost is also arriving on 26 existing backwards compatible games uh, today, including the entire Gears of War franchise. Uh, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, um, and Microsoft is also ruling out FPS boost to 33 games on the xCloud service, including Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Evil Within 2, etc. Um, and then rounding out the 20th anniversary announcements, Halo TV series is coming to Paramount Plus in 2022, and uh, coming on December 13th, 2021, is Power On, the story of Xbox, which will be a kind of like historical series documentary on YouTube uh, that'll... Um, chronicle the development history of the Xbox brand from the initial conception of the Xbox all the way up to the Series X. Um, so, a little uh, the biggest uh, the biggest announcement there is the backwards compatibility stuff in the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Um, but overall, I think a, a solid little celebration for the Xbox. Yeah, I mean, for a 20th anniversary celebration, I think that this uh, con this conference was awesome. I mean, it was perfect, right? Because talk about backwards compatibility, celebrating the history of Xbox by bringing the history of Xbox to the current generation of consoles. Yes. Um, Halo, it was also the 20th anniversary of Halo. Very fitting for Halo Infinite Multiplayer to come out. Yeah. Uh, Halo TV series has been rumored forever. The Power On, the story of Xbox series, looks really good. They showed some footage from it during the show. Yeah. And, I don't know, it looked really interesting to me. It's just crazy to see how far Xbox has come as, I would a, be, uh, as a platform. Yeah, I would be interested in that because, like, thinking about it, I really don't know anything about the history of Xbox. Like, I know the history of PlayStation and Nintendo, like, 
how PlayStation was originally supposed to be an add-on for the N64 and all that fun stuff, but like I really don't know the history history of the of the Xbox. So this will be definitely interesting to interesting to see. Right. And it'll be on YouTube, so maybe we can do like a group watch. That'd be fun. We could, we could. Um, but yeah. Uh, for question for you, you probably know the answer to this. For the backwards compatibility, that just means you have to already have owned the game digitally or physically. Like you can't; they're not available to purchase. Are they? Uh, they are. They are available to purchase. So oh. it's. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So they they are available to purchase, um, and they are like they actually have been making some of the games available to purchase after they go backwards compatible. So mm. there's a couple games. I got to think of which ones they were. That they like released digitally uh, once they became backwards compatible. Um, I forget so not all of them, then, but like a good majority of them. No, there's some of them. So like <laughs> Warrior sixty four was uh, was talking about fifty cent blood on the sand, just <laughs> went backwards compatible, and apparently it's not sold digitally. So it's like if you have the disc, you can play it. If you don't, good luck. Tough cookies. Fifty cent blood on the sand. Remember all those rap right. games? Oh my god, that like bring back that Def unlocked Jam. a core memory. Yes. That was such an era. That, was that so really weird. was an era, and those games are so rare now, and they are worth a lot of money. Like even that fifty cent game's worth like really. Know, they were like like always in bargain bins. They were all you yep. found at like yep. Fye. <laughs> Remember Fye? So those people that cleaned out like the Fyes and left them in a box in their attic or whatever, they're laughing their way to the bank now. Interesting. The more you know. This mm-hmm. is a this is your sign to go to your nearest GameStop and buy out the pre-owned bin and then just store them. Somewhere. Yeah, store them forever, especially all the old like Madden games. That's perfect. Just get all the old games. Yeah, all the Madden two thousand two, real rare. Yep, Madden ninety five. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, all right. Well, this is the end of the episode. I got to tell you, this coffee. You know what it did to me? It made me more tired. <laughs> um, I am like exhausted. It's because like, right in the face. You like exhaled all the caffeine as you were talking. Oh God, I probably did. <laughs> That was so much. Ugh. I didn't realize it was that much. Like I'm like, I know the announcements, and then they're like, you don't know about the Disney Cinematic Universe. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> there's like a paragraph under each one. I'm like, you don't have to read the whole thing, I promise. Ugh. No one needs to know every detail about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He has a diary. He's uh, wimpy. We get it. <laughs> He's wimpy, and there's a guy that's not wimpy, and the wimpy <laughs> guy is a wimp. All right. All well, right. let's wrap it up so I yes. can go to sleep. And uh, thank you all for listening. Yes. This has been What the Funcast. Thanks for watching. I'm Paul. This is Ahmed. Hello. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday, isn't it, love? All right. This is Paul and Ahmed with the Funcast, episode 130, signing off. Peace. Peace.